Coming in hot. That's the double trace. Yeah. I'm Phil. I'm Jace. And today we are going to talk about Freddy's Dead. Some would say this is the best actually Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Um, who? Actually, I don't Literally think nobody would say that. Maybe like Chuck Jones who did all the Looney Tunes episodes. Maybe he would appreciate this. Yeah. I could see why. Outside of, well actually probably mad about it because they just ripped everything off from, from Looney Tunes and Mary Melody from this episode. Yeah. Let me go ahead and uh, tell you right up front, Jason. I fucking hate this movie. <laughs> I hate this movie with every fiber of my being. So more so than Jason Goes to Hell. Yes. More than Christine. Resurrection. Yes. More than... At least when I watch Resurrection, I can... I don't know. I can laugh at how just dumb it is. Okay. I can't put my finger on this movie, like why I hate it so much. It's just... <laughs> Oh, God. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. We will. Yeah, episode 33. Hey, you know who died at age 33? Who was that? Jesus. Much like Freddy. Freddy. I don't know if he was 33. I don't think he was 33, but this is the 33rd episode of this podcast. That's right. Of our Lord and Savior, John Carpenter, JC. Yeah, shout out to JC. (laughs) Oh, God, how I wish we were talking about... I would rather talk about John Carpenter's vampires right now. What about Christine? Yes. Yes. Because I could just laugh at that one. At you least. didn't laugh at this one at all? No, this was torture to watch. This. Really? Yeah. Okay. I stopped it numerous times. And I told Alyssa, <laughs> I was like, I fucking hate this movie. Like, at one point, I was waiting for the uh, the text message. Like, dude, I can't fucking do this. I want to finish this with the kill count, and we will just fucking wing it. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of waiting for that text message when I watched it. <laughs> well... You know, I was talking with um, our boy, the Creepy Carly Company, the other day, and he was saying how he enjoyed the Jason Goes to Hell episode, and and he also mentioned, like, man, you guys have been taking some fucking bullets lately. And I was like, you know what? We have. Yeah. I'm dying over here. <laughs> I'm like Jason getting shot by the FBI at the beginning of Jason Goes to Hell. Bullets are ricocheting off your machete in your face. Yeah, I'm like, Burr. <laughs> and this was the movie like right before the little bomb they threw at Jason. He's like, <laughs> yeah, this was the one that just blew me the fuck up. I hate this movie. So you're ready for Freddy versus Jason next week? Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it goes without saying that neither one of us like loved that movie. Yeah. But we don't hate it either. No. Right. I haven't seen it in probably 10 years, to be honest with you, but it's been, it's entertaining I know it's gonna be like the most two thousand, like mid two thousands movie probably ever made. 
Yeah. Like everybody, all the girls have like showing off their belly buttons in their shirts. And I know all the new metal. I still remember all the new metal from that soundtrack. <laughs> hey, it's still got some, uh, it's got some jams on that soundtrack. Soulfly? Was it, uh, uh Soulfly no, I think there? Soulfly's up there. Okay. Like Chimera and Slipknot, a bunch of. I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Freddy versus Jason is kind of like, uh, Kind of like the Fast and the Furious of the slashers. It's loud and <laughs> stupid. It doesn't make sense. It's like a seven-year-old wrote the script with a crayon on the back of a <laughs> of a placemat and chilies or something. <laughs> Freddy versus Jason fight. Loud noises. Pitch it to Bob Boom. Shea and Sean S. Cunningham. They're like, you know what? Yeah, we're on for this. All right, kid. I think you're on to something. Can you got to do. We need to slap on a couple Jinkos and Puka Show necklaces and let's go. <laughs> Well, hey, that's next week, Jason. We still got to sift through this fucking turd of a movie. <laughs> but before we do that, yeah. um, how's your week been? Uh, it's been pretty good. I had to take Wednesday off. That's when I w- watched this movie, and pretty mm. much all day I was watching this movie because, again, I had to pause it and step away. Yes. Because if I was just watching the movie, I could be like, let me take out my phone and see what's going on. Yeah. But since you know, I have to sit down and write what's going on, notes on it, I can't really just like stop watching the movie at any time. Hey, that's showbiz, baby. That's what we do. It's business. It's showbiz. It's business, baby. So yeah, it took me like three hours to watch this movie, but it was fun. Also, yeah. I watched a couple movies this week, other oh, yeah. than this, which was a nice palate cleanser. Yeah, what'd you watch? So I got around to seeing Parasite. Okay, I've hear lots of good things. Well, won the Oscar for Best Picture. That's what they say. That's what they say. No, Phil, it actually happened. They won Best Picture. They didn't even say it. It's it's one hundred percent true. Well, Jason, what did you think? I have not seen it yet. I'm not going to give anything away. It's really good. There's a cool twist about halfway through. Mm-hmm. But basically, it's about you know this poor family is trying to get in with this rich family and all the things they're doing to kind of con this family into stuff. Uh-huh. But then there's some other things that are revealed later. Is it like... It's not a horror movie at all. It's okay. very much a mystery, sort of a thriller thing. I got you. But yeah, I wouldn't categorize this at in any way a horror movie. Is it worth the hype? I think it's... it's Now, the best movie I saw last year, and that's just because I'm such a gangster movie fan, would be The Irishman. Oh, I thought you were about to say, I'm just such a gangster. Oh, yeah, I'm such a gangster. <laughs> yeah. I love Mary's story so much. <laughs> uh, but this is probably my second favorite movie that came out last year that I can think of. Okay. So yeah, it's it's really good. I feel like it it deserves most of the hype. high and, praise yeah. over here. I mean, it won the Palm Door at Cannes too, so it's got all that all the big ones. Cool. Yeah, I I heard from two people. They're like, I hated it. Really? Yeah. I was like, really? Okay. Yeah. I've heard mixed things. Yeah. Well, I heard, I know in the Idiot Review guys, they really liked it too. Yeah. Shout out to the Idiot Review. I will definitely check out Parasite sometime. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. What else, Jason? Well, I watched two movies. They were sci-fi original movies. Oh, boy. Here we go. One was called Python. Yeah. That had Will Wheaton in it with dyed pink hair. Will Wheaton uh Stand By Me fame. Oh, okay. Yes. It was quite the sight to see. Spoiler, he does get eaten. Mm. And it's a, it is a jammer. It has Robert England in it as well. Really? Yeah. Playing a, a, <laughs> a scientist. Did the, what was it, Python? Yes, Python. Did the Python knock him right out right out of his kids? <laughs> I actually it kinda did knock Will Wheaton out of his kids. <laughs> now that you say it. Because he wasn't expecting it at all. And all of a sudden it just like came out of the bathroom. This is a sixty foot uh anaconda python. Uh-huh. Yeah. It just sneaks up and just out of nowhere just attacks Will Wheaton and 
snatches him up. He's like, we well, can get me out of the ring for a snake. Turn him into Ray Brower. <laughs> <laughs> dude there's a great you know like these uh fight videos you see on youtube or reddit or whatever yeah like street fight videos there's this amazing one where this like kind of preppy frat guy was like talking shit to this guy this guy knocks him out and he turns right into ray brower he's got like the same <laughs> look on his face and everything does, does he does he knock him out of his shoes yeah <laughs> All the comments were just stand by me references. <laughs> it's great. Oh man, if I can find the video, I'll post it on Instagram or something. Oh my gosh, I, I need to see this. <laughs> hopefully, we rem- hopefully we remember that by the time this episode is over, we're done recording. Because <laughs> I need to see this. Yeah, some Python. Yeah. Also followed up with a little one called Croc. Mm, you washed it down with a nice glass of Croc. Oh yeah. All right. And I came to find out that they did twenty six. Sci-Fi did twenty six of these Maneater series movies. Oh yeah, they love those. Yeah, there's twenty six of them, and I'm like, you know what? I need to watch all twenty six. Is it about a pair of killer crocs or it's about it's about a saltwater croc mm-hmm. that has michael that madsen wears in crocs it. no but he's made of crocs <laughs> there's got to be a picture of a crocodile wearing crocs right i'm sure in florida there's somebody all those okay all those get where there should those be are, those are gators though oh okay so those aren't crocs so that'd be a lie okay <laughs> <laughs> but it is quite the movie it's not as good as python okay mm, okay but it's Pretty insane. Doesn't have Robert England in it either. Oh, okay. Mark points off for that. What was Robert England's um, role in Python? He was yeah. a scientist who had genetically engineered said Python that got loose into a small town in Northern California. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Sounds like a winner. Yeah, sounds like pretty much every other Robert England role that he plays. Hey, had we gone to... Um Mad Monster Party in Charlotte this weekend. We could have got our picture with him for like only 160 bucks. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. We can't, still can't be that with no, a stick. You can't be that with a stick. Now, was it like $300 to hang out with him for like five minutes? Uh, Probably. I don't know. Hey, man, if you want to meet Robert England and spend that, go fucking crazy. I get it. I'm sure know? he'll tell you everything about his entire life story for that time. Yeah. I mean, I'm not hating. I'm not talking shit. Go make that money, Robert. Absolutely. And- you know, I mean, that's a bit steep, if you ask me, and I'll re- respectfully pass. I'm good, but go have fun. Yeah, exactly. By the way, it's gonna be like, uh, how much are we charging to meet us at Carolina Fear Fest, dude? At least two fifty. Yeah, I mean, I saw Rage Against Machine ticket, so yeah. Oh <laughs> shit! Segway. So Jason and I will be attending Rage Against the Machine and run the jewels in August. At did, PNC. Yeah, did you ever think that you would see a Rage Against the Machine in your life? I sure did. No, because they never come to the East Coast. Like, rarely. Yeah. They'll like, do like maybe some one-off date somewhere yeah. like, you know, like Philadelphia or something, but they really never come to the East Coast. Yeah. And so. they had gotten so they toured or did anything so infrequently. I know even like Brad Wilk, I think, said, like, uh, I pretty much know I've done my last shows with Rage. I'm cool with it. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, I guess they're done. While well, he's dating Juliet Lewis. Really? Yep. I didn't know that. Yeah, good good for them. Yeah. Did you know that she was in a band? I did know that. Juliet and the Licks, I think. Yes. They're actually I not half her, bad. I think she had her own show on VH1. Yeah. I like Juliet Lewis. She's Anyways, good. Rage yeah. Against the Machine. We are going to rage so hard. So hard. I might come out of mosh retirement for this one. Oh, jeez. <laughs> are you going to wear your Spook House shirt? Possibly. Possibly. Just doing like slam dance in the middle of it. <laughs> 
I don't know, man. Rage is one of those bands you just get fucking hyped. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I might pick up your body and beat somebody with it. And I'll be like, Theo, I need you to pick up my body and beat somebody with it. I don't know, man. If they play like some deep cuts off of, they play like Snake Charmer, Tire Me, or. They play like Revolver somewhere. Oh, Revolver. <laughs> get out of my way. They play Revolver. Some deep cuts off Evil Empire. Shut the front door. Just rolling down Rodeo with that shotgun. Oh, yeah. That's a good song. That's a good song. Pretty hype. Got Pretty a ways hype. to go, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, in August. Yeah. So, Phil, yes, did you Jason. watch anything this week? Why, I sure did. I watched a couple of really good movies. Okay. Um, I saw the Korean zombie flick, Train to Busan. Look at us watching South Korean movies this week. That's right. And man, let me tell you, it was one of the best movies I've seen in quite some time. Really? Yeah, I'd heard good things, and I was like, we were like, yeah, fuck it, let's just watch this. And right away, I was like, oh, I'm in. Like, really? Yeah, like acting, the fucking action, horror, yeah. it's all there. It's, you know, good drama. Yeah, it's fucking so good, man. Yeah, um, we we talked about doing it on the podcast, and I'm going to hold off a little bit just in case we do. Uh, oh. But I've been, I've been having it for a long time. It's been kind of at the top of my list. I just kind of keep uh-huh. kinda pushing it down for whatever reason. I'm too busy watching Python. Um, yeah, watch good movies. <laughs> I watched Parasite, okay? And I realized yeah. when the Oscar, I watched every movie that was nominated for an Oscar. I was like, how do I have time? All I do is watch shit. Where did it happen where I've seen all of these movies? Yeah. I just fell into it, and I was like, oh, yeah, I've seen all, except for 1917. Now, I know I had sworn off. Well, I'm not sworn off, but I was just burnt out on zombies. They hit it hard last decade. Yeah, I know. So like, anytime I was... hear the word zombies, I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. So I reluctantly was like, eh, I guess I'll watch this. And it blew my fucking mind. I loved it. I want to rewatch it. It's great. Okay. And we're going to, are we going to cover that one? We talked about. For April month? For April, we're talking about doing zombie month for April. That's right. Yeah. Because much like zombies, our Lord and Savior was resurrected from the dead. Yes, he was. So <laughs> we we felt it was necessary to do zombie month. Yeah. So we might have to throw that one in there. Uh, it, it's... We are going to talk about good movies again, I promise. <laughs> Man, I am, I'm just hurting right I'm now. I'm just glad we've got some good feedback from these shitty movies we have watched, though. Yeah, is, we hope is, you enjoy yeah. them. People seem to, but again, yeah. I would like to get back to watching some good movies. Now, yeah. Scream 2 was good. It was just a little bit longer than it needed to be. Sure. But yeah, we've watched some... <laughs> Troll 2, yeah. Freddy's Dead, Jason Goes to Hell. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The, the Next, next Generation. <laughs> so, Freddy's Dead or uh, Next Generation, what movie? All right, tomorrow afternoon, uh-huh. 2 o'clock, you have to watch Freddy's Dead or The Next Generation. Oh, man. Gun to your the, head. I hate each of those movies for different reasons. The Next Generation is just a hard watch because really everybody's is. just screaming the entire time. Fuck it, I'm going to go Next Generation. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I I really hate Freddy's Dead. Troll 2, Freddy's Dead. Troll 2. I guess all, it is kind of a fun, ridiculous watch. Yeah. Day. Anyway, okay, we got sidetracked. Yeah, train yeah, to yeah. Yeah. Um, the train ran off the tracks there for a minute. Am I right, Jason? Oh, it, <laughs> I see what you did there. Okay, let's get <laughs> back on there. Uh, Okay, so I watched Sling Blade again. For, oh, I don't know, the 50th time in my life. <laughs> Melissa had never seen it. Well, you, you got to sit down and watch it when you find somebody hasn't seen it. Oh, of course. How many French fried potatoes did you eat afterwards? 
Um, you can't eat popcorn when you watch Sling Blade. You've got to yeah. order a giant thing of French fries. Well, Alyssa likes mustard on her French fries. Huh. So. <laughs> huh. Huh. Well, okay. those types, huh? Mm. <laughs> tasty. Tasty mustardy French fries. Well, hey, Sling Blade is an amazing piece of Americana. Yeah. You know, that movie just, I've always said that that movie just encapsulates like the Deep South perfectly. You know, like my dad calls it that Southern subculture. Yeah, yeah. It's not like, um, God, like one of the thing. One of my biggest pet peeves is like people not getting Southern accents and Southern dialect right. Yeah, it's like they're like, "Hey, Jason, how are you?" Yeah, exactly. Nobody talks like that. You like biscuits and gravy? What do you think? Huh? I'll be dog. So yeah, Sling Blade just nails those like little subtleties. Yeah, that are just perfect. So, I love that movie. It's can't really say, good. Can't say enough good things about it. People tell me I'm well. All now. right, there's. <laughs> it's so hard not to do it when yeah. you hear somebody. <laughs> Dwight Yoakam kills it in that movie as yeah, well. Yeah, he does. Yeah, and the little kid who went on to be in Friday Night Lights, and Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Frank, or I don't know his real name. Yeah, good movie. So yeah, that's all I really watched. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Why don't you uh, give me some news stories? What's been a happening in the horror world? All right. So, Blumhouse and Ooh. Universal have announced that they are going to release The Hunt on March 13th. Oh, that's right. They're I've seen the trailers for it again. And they really lean into the fact that this movie was banned from release or shelled because oh, of really? the political... Yeah. That's lame. Yeah. But even like... But I mean, I remember when it was supposed to come out, everybody was losing their minds over it. Wait, which mass shooting was it that pushed this one back? I can't keep track anymore. I can't either. Eh? It's Welcome to America. Yeah. <laughs> I bet their producer's like, oh, fingers crossed that another... <laughs> Mentally unstable person doesn't go on a shooting right there. Oh, gosh. But, yeah, so that's finally going to get released, and we'll see. I'm not going to lie. My interest, I'm not going to see it in theaters. Oh, no. But my interest has peaked a little bit, more so than it probably was the first time. Uh, that being said, I don't know if I'll spend any money to see it as far as, you know, it'll probably get pushed out to streaming at some point. Yeah. Probably right before some sort of big Republican debate. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? But yeah, so that's actually coming out. Thank you, Blumhouse and Universal, I guess. Yeah, you're so brave. The movie that was banned, that was shelved from release. For political reasons. Uh, what so else, Jason? Urban Legends is uh, Screen Gems has announced that they are doing an Urban Legends reboot. Why? I, because it's a known property. And hey. known properties are the only thing that gets made these days. That's going to flop so hard. Nobody, does Urban Legend even really have a, I mean, it's not really like a celebrated movie. I don't like, the first Urban Legend movie, I think there's three of them. The very first one is the most shameless ripoff of Scream. Uh, and the whole sea of, there's a whole lot of them that came out that era. Yeah. That is absolutely the most like shamelessly a ripoff of Scream. They're like, let's take horror movies and just put Urban Legends instead. And there you go. But hey, they're going to reboot it with Colin Minihan, who directed Grave Encounter. Did you ever see that? No. Do you know? It's like a found footage movie in like an insane asylum kind of thing. No, I never saw that one. Yeah. So it's going to be rebooted with Urban Legends from Social Media. What? Oh, God. Yes. Yeah, this is going to be a turd. 
And it will flop horribly. There's a good chance that it might be the next Black Christmas. All right, so Freddy Krueger, that's Robert England to you. Yeah, I've heard of that name. <laughs> he was speaking with Entertainment Weekly, mm-hmm. and he said this week, I don't think I will ever don the makeup again. He said he's getting a little too long in the tooth, and he said if he ever did it again, it would basically be Freddy versus Viagra. Oh, snap. All right. But he did go on to say Dad that he just... joke's coming in hot. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he said that several times. That's like his... That's oh, his, yeah. He had that one loaded up in the cannon. Like, that's his A material right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Be more like Freddy versus Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> Although he did say in this interview that he want, he would like to have a role in the next in the next movie. Something mm. like... Uh, remember the nurse or the, the doctor in part three? Who, who didn't believe the the, kid, the kids at all, the old lady? Uh, Briefly. He said he would like to have something, a role kind of like that. Okay, sure. Yeah. Bring it on, Robert. <laughs> You've got so much goodwill from the horror movie community, which is like, sure, just come on, Robert. Well, what are your personal thoughts? Would you, I think it's time to move it along. So he did that one cameo in the Goldbergs like a year or two ago. That was kind of funny. It did not look good. I mean, no, but for like it was a sitcom that he probably sat down for like thirty minutes to put makeup on. I don't know, man. Like it was kind of like sagging and yeah, but he just pass it the fuck on. Please. Yeah, yeah, and of course, seeing I guess him in like another role, Nightmare on Elm Street, would be somewhat jarring. I feel like. Yeah, I mean, I'd get what he wants. I mean, he's 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 going to have a cameo in the next movie. Like that's going that's to happen. That's fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but him having cool. like a, a prominent role. Which I'm not saying he can't act because he's a good actor and everything. It's just, it would be jarring, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, you can't have him be like a main character. That's just weird. Yeah, exactly. But hey, we'll see. He says he's just waiting to hear on what the Craven Estate wants to do, just like everybody else. Yeah. Well, let's say like, oh shit, New Nightmare on Elm Street in 2022 and it's a smash success. And they're like, exactly. all right, let's yeah. get a reboot. Let's get some more going. That would be the the biggest hesitation. And of course, like he's in his seventies, you know. Yeah. There's stunt work. Dude, it's involved. just you no. can't do like they did, like Halloween did. That drives you crazy. Like you can't bring Nick Castle back for this because you don't see Nick Castle's face. Oh, hey, they could put but Freddy. For, yeah, exactly. In you makeup, can't let him stand there for a second. For like one scene, and you see this guy, but the rest of it's Kevin Bacon, obviously. <laughs> yeah, they'll just market it as Robert England is back. <laughs> as Freddy. So that'd be fun. Yeah. But yeah, so that's a Robert England update. I thought it was kind of appropriate considering what we're doing this week. I gotta say, Jason, after watching Freddy's Dead, I kinda hate Freddy Krueger. I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. How about that? <laughs> By the end of this movie, I was like, oh Well, you're gonna get your pillow up next week too. Well, he's like, I hate kids. Or what what's he saying? Dude. Kids. Kids. Looks right at the camera. Kids. We'll Shrugs talk. I got some things shoulders. about it. Yeah, I've got okay. some things about that. Yeah. The biggest news this week. What's the biggest news, Jason? Was that the oral arguments were heard in court mm-hmm. over the rights of Friday the 13th. Just the first script. Okay. So, again, I'm not an attorney or a lawyer. So, Larry Zerner, who is an attorney now, he was Shelley in Friday the 13th Part 3. Oh, okay. The one who gave Jason, or kind of gave Jason his mask. That's right. He is now an entertainment and copyright lawyer in L.A. Hey, good for him. Yeah. Now, he wasn't representing anybody at the case, but he was in the courthouse, you know, just hearing the arguments. Basically, what's going, boiling down to it is Sean Miller was saying he was a contract worker, and in that case, the rights would be his. 
Uh-huh. And Sean S. Cunningham is saying that he was an employee, and in that case, the rights would go to him for this. And the last court heard in favor of Victor Miller, uh-huh. and the courses got appealed by Sean S. Cunningham. And Larry Zerner said, essentially, that it seems like, to the letter of the law, Victor Miller has a better case. And he said that one of three things can happen. Uh, they give the rights to Victor Miller again, and at, at, at that case, Sean S. Cunningham can appeal to the Supreme Court, which uh-huh. is like, there's a 1%. The Supreme Court sees 1% of all things that go up to him. Gotcha. So that's not going to yeah. happen. Sean S. Cunningham could win, yeah. at which case he feels like Victor Miller would immediately appeal. Mm-hmm. Or they could go to a jury trial, which nobody wants, because that would be all over again. Oh, God. And then they'd okay. have to go through like October... Got it. That yeah. would be an entire so, nightmare. Either way, there's not going to be a Friday the 13th anytime soon. No. So they're supposed to come to a decision in either May or June, is oh, what he God. was saying, most likely. And I guess we'll go from there. It'll Even keep if, getting pushed back and pushed back. And no, he seems pretty confident that there will be a decision. Really? Now, whatever decision happens, he doesn't know what could happen. But even if Victor Miller does win again... He's still going to have to go through Sean S. Cunningham because he will not own the rights to adult hockey mask, Jason. Oh, Just God. child Jason and like Pamela Voorhees and that stuff. God, this is so stupid. Yeah, exactly. Well, what's Adam Marcus think of all this? <laughs> Somebody should call him up. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think Sean S. Cunningham's an asshole. Yeah, he'll tell you all about it. <laughs> Where's LeBron at? Well, hey, I hope they figure this shit out soon because it's ridiculous. Uh, Bloody Disgusting said that the quickest way to a movie would be Sean S. Cunningham winning this case yeah. and then Victor Miller not appealing. Yeah. But it seems like Victor Miller has a better, from what I'm hearing from Larry Zerner, yeah. that Victor Miller has a better case. He's being a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, uh, Larry Zerner said on another interview, it was like, from what I'm hearing, he wants half, which is why they have, which is why they're going to court. Like, he doesn't oh, want, geez. like, just, he just wants fucking half. Wow. <laughs> Okay. Very promising stuff. There has been 11 years since there's been a Friday the 13th movie. That's right. Yeah. Quite a shame. But maybe one day we'll see a movie. But we will keep you posted on any Friday the 13th updates. That's right. Hey, I'm surprised you didn't bring up the new Stranger Things teaser. Did you see that? I actually haven't seen it. I know... It's just like, I don't know, 45 seconds. And apparently a hopper shows up. Yeah, they're at like this Russian base and they're doing like hard labor, building a railroad or something. And you see Hopper and he takes his hat off and turns around. He's got like a shaved head. So Hopper's alive. I I had a feeling he wasn't quite dead yet. And he takes a swig of Coca-Cola and turns to the camera so you can see his North Face jacket as he takes a bite of a Burger King Whopper. And then Samani flips him the keys to his Ford (laughs) F-150 and he walks off. And he gets in his car and says, built for tough. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't do that. <laughs> surprised this little pickaxe wasn't made by... Craftsman. DeWalt or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, uh, you know me. Uh, I, I, know I wasn't you. crazy on season three. <laughs> I'm glad people love it, but... I I'm, enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. There's only supposed to be two more seasons for what I understand about that show. <sighs> Boy. <laughs> Looking forward to it, I tell you. I'm sorry to think you're not, actually. Oh, uh, not really. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't a big fan of season three. I thought it was 
Well, whatever. Yeah. I'm not going to get into it. Did you see any other news? Any little tidbits? Not really, man. Hasn't been a whole lot of whole lot of news happening. Not a lot of tidbits. Any Halloween kills news? I know no. you're on those boards. No. <laughs> no Halloween kills news. <laughs> Still got a ways to go for that. Well, Jason, are you ready to... Uh, do we got to talk about this? Yeah, we owe it to our fans and listeners. Hey, it's, it's they don't call it what the fuck month for for no reason, you know. This was kind of your idea month. Yeah, it sounded good in theory, <laughs> you know. And I get I don't know. Jason goes to hell, it was fun. I yeah. actually enjoyed recording that episode. Yeah. I think we'll have a good time dissecting this. Yeah, month. what the fuck just turned into Oh, the shittiest movies of the franchise. It's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, it was more like, oh, fuck, what have we done, month? <laughs> but we're going to talk about it. Yeah, Freddy's Dead, the final nightmare. Not the final Friday. No. Not the final countdown. It's the final. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Freddy's Dead was released on September 13th, 1991. Directed by Rachel Talalay. <laughs> That's right, Jason. <laughs> Who had been working with New Line for a long time. And she had kind of worked her way up, progressed. Yeah, this to being was her director. directorial debut. Yes. Boy, it shows. Well, <laughs> I, what? I have no clue. I feel like well, she was getting notes from up top saying, like, no feminist bullshit kind of thing. Oh, God. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, hey, it's still, there, a lot of this shit is just inexcusable. I was just like, with all the issues, that's what. None of that feminist bullshit, okay? <laughs> yeah, hey, <laughs> out of all the things in this movie, hey, we don't want any women empowerment, right? Exactly. So it had a budget of $5 million, ended up making nearly $35 million. I mean, yeah, success. Did not deserve that. <laughs> this is 1991. This is like, I mean, this is like circling the drain in terms of horror. Like, yeah. 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 I mean... There's really like there's a big door. Like after eighty nine it's like just shit, shit, yeah. shit. Until like it's ninety six when Scream came out. There's a little things here and there. Yeah, there's some gems throughout there. You know, Jason goes to hell, of course. Oh, I, yeah, absolutely, them. yes. <laughs> Chief among them, actually. Yeah. Yeah, this was like uh grunge was about to be popping. Oh yeah. Surprise Freddie were... wasn't wearing a flannel sweater <laughs> <laughs> tied around his waist. Well, I've seen a couple of episodes, uh, shows with Kurt Cobain wearing a Freddie sweater. Really? Yeah. Okay. But actually, uh, live at Olympia on Halloween, that's what he's wearing. He's wearing a, a Freddie oh, Krueger nice. sweater. Yeah. Well, hey, Nevermind was released on September 24th. <gasps> really? That's right. So it, it didn't quite. I'm. Do you think smells, well, smells like, like Teen Spirit? Spirit had been out by this time? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. And they and Bleach, of course, had been out. There's actually a, a pretty famous. Uh, well, yeah, Sonic Bleach Youth. was out, but yeah. Nevermind was like. Yeah, you know. there's actually a pretty famous Sonic Youth uh, music video where the main character is wearing a Bleach T-shirt, and it was like a year before Nevermind came out. It's like, oh, look at you! You had the pulse of uh, America's uh, coming right up. <laughs> God, can we just talk about music for this episode? No, we got. Well, there's lots of music to talk about. Hey, for there's this some Goo Goo Dolls to talk about, and Iggy Pop, and that's right. Yeah. Alice Cooper shows up. Yeah, he does. So yeah, Rachel Talalay directed this, who would later go on to direct Tank Girl. Have, Have you ever seen that? I've I, seen it. I yeah. haven't. No. It used to be, I remember it used to be on like TBS and stuff like in the middle of the afternoon on Saturdays a lot. I know it has Lori Petty Ice T as a and Naomi as a kangaroo. Watts. He's a a kangaroo. Kangaroo. <laughs> yeah, like a genetically modified kangaroo based I, on a comic book. I read the premise. I was like, yeah, pass. Yeah, 
Now, she came up through New Line, obviously. She also worked with a lot of John Waters movies as well. Laurie and that Petty? also shows... No, I'm sorry. No. Rachel Talloway. No, I'm kidding. Laurie yes. Petty. With <laughs> break. In the Army Now? Good fucking movie. <laughs> In the Army. That is a movie I have not thought about in <laughs> years. Because we're crazy, boys. Why are we covering <laughs> what the fuck? What? I feel like you're trying to like do everything you can to not to, to talk about where <laughs> yeah. he's dead. Just like distracting. It's, like <laughs> it's what the fuck month. We're crazy, boys. Yeah, continue. Originally, they had commissioned a script with Peter Jackson of Lord of the Rings fame. Yeah, that's right. And that script sounds better than this one. Really? Though they decided it sounds... Than this script feel? I read it. <laughs> The entire script? No, yeah, I read the entire script. Fuck no. I mean, it, to, honestly, it sounds better than this. Well, script. wasn't the premise like, um, okay, so Freddy was old? Hey, he was weak for whatever reason. Yeah, and then kids would like do drugs do to drugs go into to... Dream World to beat Freddy up. Yeah. That sounds really fucking dumb. Wait. I mean, this movie is dumb. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not saying that it sounds like Shakespeare, but I mean, comparing sure. it to this, to, sure. you know, so okay. they, it sounds like it could have been interesting. Pick your poison. Exactly. <laughs> and so they got this script from Michael DeLuca, who's like the chairman of MGM right now. Like he's one of the most powerful people in Hollywood. And he had really only done, and nothing he's ever written was all that great. He wrote a couple episodes of Freddy's Nightmares. Still haven't seen any of those. Well, they're probably never will. No, they're not that great either. So that's sort of what happened with the, Rachel Talalay hated the script for. From the Peter, Peter Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. And they thought this was the way to go. Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare from Michael DeLuca. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? Well, starts out with a Nietzsche quote. Is that how you say his last name? I say Nietzsche. There's lots of... Yeah. I mean, a German philosopher. I'm sure some pompous asshole will tell me I'm wrong. Actually, it's uh, Nietzsche. <laughs> okay. Nietzsche? Yeah. <laughs> Nietzsche? Nietzsche? <laughs> Oh, man. Actually, it's Frederica. Um, <laughs> and then, of course, they followed up by a Freddy Krueger quote because Nietzsche, Freddy Krueger, pretty much on the same par philosophizing. That's right. And we kick off the Goo Goo Dolls. Don't fall. What's it called? Don't fall asleep to dream. Yeah, something like that. Also, there's a Fiona Wait, Apple no, that's song. That's the Fiona, that's the Fiona Apple Apple song. Nope, sleep to dream is the Fiona Apple song. Hey, that song's a banger. That song is a banger. <laughs> oh, Every man. once in a while, I'll be like, you know what? It's time to get on that Fiona Apple kick. Hey, that's right. Yeah. Make some applesauce. <laughs> Turn on Spotify. Little applesauce. Sleep to dream. Baby. 1997 up mm. in this bitch. Oh, I'm a criminal, baby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when she won that MTV award or something? She this like, world is, is bullshit. It's like, all right. In her, in her Adidas outfit. It's like, God, don't cut yourself on all, all that edge. Oh, man, the 90s. It opens with a computer screen thing. <laughs> We're getting uh, little little news beats, if you will. Yeah, it says um, Springwood, Ohio, 10 years from now. Blah, blah, blah. All the kids are dead except... But, do you remember the exact... Springwood, Ohio, <laughs> 10 years from now. Okay. Killings and suicide wipe out all kids, teens, and adults are having a mass psychosis. Apparently, new evidence of a surviving teen are out there. Just one. And <laughs> Just I was like, teen. and I saw her watch, I was like, oh, we were so damn close. Okay, oh yeah, as if this movie couldn't get more convoluted enough, they're like, you want to set it 10 years from now? Okay. Do you want to show no like wait, wait, futuristic okay. stuff so at all? So this movie came out September 13th, 1991, right? Yes. 
So this movie is based September 13th, 2001. So you're saying this movie calls 9-11? This movie calls <laughs> oh, God. Jesus Christ. I just, I just did the math in my head. Well, hey, the first scene, you get an airplane. Holy shit, this movie, this this podcast became very inappropriate very quickly. Hey, welcome to Conspiracy Talk. <laughs> you see Freddy flying on the broom, which hit Tower 7. <laughs> That's why Tower 7 fell by itself. Jet fuel, but uh, uh, broom fuel does melt. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> <laughs> Jet fuel can't melt Freddy's broom. <laughs> no. Oh man, we are on to nothing. So yeah. yeah, it takes place ten years from now. Cool. And John Doe, yeah, who originally was supposed to be Jacob from Night from Dream Child, and they completely scrapped that. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would have been something because this character is kind of wasted. Yeah, this guy sucks. Yeah. So you know we're on the airplane, and he says. uh it would take a fucked up god to take down this plane. <laughs> yeah. A real fucked up god. I wonder if he uh, took a shit before he got on the plane so his crush wouldn't <laughs> oh, smell yeah. him. As John Denver plays. We meet a uh, dude. John Doe is his name. I don't think they say his name. Well, oh, no, he's just, they, they call him John Doe because they don't know his name. And that's the, you know. The, okay, because like for 75% of my notes here, I, wrote, I just wrote dude. Yeah. Well, he's, he's, he's credited as name. John Doe. And that's just, you know, the Reddit we own us on his name. Why didn't they just name him fucking... Why why wasn't he just Jacob? Sure. So he wants to change from his window seat. And the old lady's like, quit being a little pussy. It's like, yeah, John Doe, quit being a little pussy. Exactly. (laughs) Now, this character was supposed to be Divine. Adam Divine? uh, From John Waters' movies. You ever seen Pink Flamingos or something? No, I've never seen any... Is Crybaby? Yeah, that's... But I don't know... Divine's in that movie, but he is in Pink Flu- and uh, Hairspray. I, the character John Travolta pass, plays pass. in the remake. Pass. Okay. <laughs> You're just John saying. Waters got some interesting movies. Uh, Pecker's a John Waters movie. Never seen it. I thought you said you'd seen it. I'm, no, sorry. I'm aware of it. Serial Mom is a John Waters movie. Serial Mom's good. Yeah, that's a John Waters movie. Now, okay. that's a kind of mainstream John Waters movie. He's Matthew Lillard's first movie. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Anyways, where are we? Still on the plane. <laughs> All right, we are still on the plane. Fucked up guy to keep continuing on this podcast. <laughs> it's a final destination joke. Yeah, so I'd rather talk about this that movie. <laughs> um, so John Doe falls out of the plane, and he wakes up in his bed. Mm-hmm. He's not in Springwood anymore. No, he's not. The house is falling from the sky. Now, is this music? This is from The Wizard of Oz, Like right? It's pretty much verbatim, the I feel like. Yeah. That's from The Wizard of Oz? Because yes. I had heard that somewhere. I'm like, first off, this movie, this score is awful. It doesn't match this movie at all. And it's better like, than last week's score. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. So he looks out the window. Who does he see, Phil? Well, he sees uh, a plane slumming into the Twin Towers. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Uh, never forget. So fr- he sees Frederick Krueger on a broom. Oh, okay. We're using his Christian name. Yes. <laughs> and Freddie says, "I'll get you, my little pretty, and your You're little soul too." And this really sets the tone for this movie. This is our intro to Freddie. Isn't he scary? <laughs> he is literally a McDonald's Happy Meal toy in this movie. Oh God. So the house crashes, 
cue shitty titles as a dude walks around confused. We see 1427 Elm Street. Why, if it ain't the old Elm Street house. Oh, look at that. So he starts running through the neighborhood and he tumbles down a hill, black sheep style. <laughs> Hello, Washington. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Stay strong, <laughs> little root. <laughs> See, yeah, the music is still playing, too. The Wizard of Oz music is still... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, and he, why is that still playing? Tumbles like, this stunt work really got paid. Like, he really earned his, his paycheck that day. Yeah. Because he tumbles, and he tumbles. He does. And he, he tumbles still tumble. Yeah. <laughs> like, Russian gymnastics over here, just tumbling away. Oh, well, after he's done tumbling, he goes up to the ticket guy. Played by Robert Shea. That's right. He's not at the... Uh, the gay leather bar. Oh, that's right. Like yeah. in Nightmare on Elm Street 2. I forgot he was hey, he was he was in there. That's right. He's the ticket taker guy. Robert Shea, of course, is the CEO of New Line Cinema, in case you were confused out there. But yeah, and he's really hamming it up too. He sure is. He's kinda Here's like the your uh ticket. He sounds <laughs> like Clint Howard. <laughs> yeah, he's kinda like the Mustafa Akkad. Yeah. Of the except Elm Street, for, the yeah. Sean Cunningham. Yeah, except for is where Sean or Mustafa Cod just did Halloween movies. He does, you know, all of New Line, which is a whole huge production company. But yeah, he really is the uh the steward of the franchise, I guess you would say. Yeah. Well, who do we see, Jason? It's Freddy driving a goddamn bus. No screaming while the bus is in motion. Wizard of Oz music still playing in the background. Oh, I want the Goo, Goo's, Goo Goo Doll song back, actually. Yeah. Hey, this is the second time we see Freddy driving a bus. Nightmare on Elm Street 2. First time was much more effective, because it was actually kind of scary and effective. This is just like... A little bit, yeah. Okay, you're just... Do yeah, you even was... have your CDLs there, Freddy? I don't think you do. <laughs> <laughs> well, Freddy knocks him into Springwood. This movie... Okay, I saw this movie when I was like five or six. Really? Uh, at a very young age. I'm sometimes astounded by some of the movies you saw and you were like... Oh, <laughs> well, as a kid, I was very confused by this movie and always grew up thinking like, man, the Nightmare on Elm Street movies are really confusing. But I'm starting to realize it wasn't me. It was the movie. <laughs> this movie is confusing as shit. Oh, yeah. Because like, it, it would be like um, if you were asleep and dreaming and I was talking to Scout... And the camera was like cutting back between your dream, yeah, me talking to Scout, yeah, footage of you sleeping. Mm -hmm. So as a kid, I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" Yeah, it sort of breaks some cinematic rules here and there, where you don't really know. Oh. Even the other day when I was rewatching, I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, Spencer's riding on the uh, the front of the bus, and he shoots off into not Springwood, Springwood, and Freddie. Walks up to the barrier and he can't cross and he's like, "Be a good little doggy and go fetch." Okay, that's like the most intimidating <laughs> since anything this entire movie. Is this a plot? <laughs> oh, it, it is a plot. It it's, might be. Yeah. <laughs> what plot that is, we don't know. And then you get some sweet stoner rock guitar music when he's walking off into the. Yeah. So he wakes up in the new town and starts walking around Springwood. Meanwhile, at the the teen shelter place, orphanage, and I was like, orphanage, yeah, something like that. Shelter, they call it the shelter. Okay, yeah. So we'll just call it the shelter. Yeah, we see a young Brecken Meyer, ponytail and all, playing Ninja Gaiden. Did you play that game as a kid? Hardest I sure fuck game 
forever. Yeah, that game is hard. That was like my favorite game as a kid. I don't. I've never beaten it. I've seen YouTube footage of people beating it. Yeah, me too. But I've never beat it. I do remember that game is exceptionally hard. Yes, all three of them. So Breckin Meyer, he was in Clueless. Of course. Plays the exact same character. Yeah. He's like, whoa, dude. They even wanted him to play Jay, or yeah, Jay and uh, Mallrats. Oh, okay. They wanted to re- completely replace Jay inside from Silent Bob mm-hmm. with Breckin Mayer at first. Yeah, and he all, he was also in Road Trip. Yeah, he was the main character in Road Trip. Yeah. In Rat Race. He's got a really good career. He also he's, he works on Robot Chicken with Seth Green. Yes, he's been like steadily busy. Yeah, so. he's a very working producer, actor, yeah. director. So good for Brecken Mayer. Good for you, Brecken. And Sick also, name. he's playing the video game, so you already know, okay, I bet what's going to happen with Brecken Mayer's dream. Oh, yeah. Well, he's having an argument with his dad, who's cliche, hardworking father, who blah, blah, blah. He's like, I don't like playing football and date raping co-eds. Like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) All righty then. He walks out because Spencer's not paying him any attention. That's right. And he goes up to Maggie, who is, I guess, the main character of this movie. Maybe. I have her as Amanda Kruger in my notes. Amanda Kruger is his mother. That's the nun who gets... uh, Oh. Yeah. I'm going to call her Amanda. Maggie. Because it's Maggie or Karen. That was her original name. Okay. Yeah. Karen? Yeah, that was the kids. We'll get to it. Is that where all the managers went? There's none in this movie. <laughs> Karen had her way Yoffit with them. Koto is actually Karen. <laughs> I've been waiting in this lobby for 20 minutes. <laughs> where is my... I need to drop off my 17-year-old. He is a dick. I have to get my bangs highlighted in 45 minutes. Where is the Starbucks? Oh, my (laughs) gosh. Well, we meet Maggie, and she can't reach these dang kids. No. These kids. The the kids. The other guy finds a pipe bomb in Breckenmeyer's room, and she's like, ah, no big deal. This was totally pre-Columbine, even though it took place in 2001. Well, we've already uh, made the connections to 9-11. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. More proof oh. that Freddy Krueger melted steel beams. Loose change. Yes. Look it up. So we meet Boxer Girl, Tracy, and Carlos. Tracy was actually has a little bit of a history with Robert England. Oh, yeah? What kind of history she is that? She was in 976 Evil. Shitty Movies 101. Oh, well. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> 976 Evil was the first movie that Robert England directed. I've never seen it. It's actually pretty good. It's got the kid who played Evil Ed in Fright Night. Okay. He's the main character in it, and she is the love interest. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Hey, did you notice that, uh, did you pick up on that Carlos has a ear thing? Oh, yeah. He takes it out, and mm-hmm. then he found that it was hazardous to his health. Guess what's going to happen with Carlos in this movie? I don't know. Oh, and guess what's going to happen with Tracy also? Boxing, have... like a, a fight thing. Oh, yeah. You know. Is Freddy Shore a proper form? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's anyway. a whole scene with Yafit Koto teaching her how to box and stuff. Did you watch I that? I would love to see that. Uh, or he's like <laughs> trying to keep her to, to uh, keep her uh, emotions in check. Was he the one that told her to strike with her toes when she kicks the back? <laughs> <laughs> Everything is opposite, okay? I know it doesn't make sense and it feels unnatural. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, we meet the therapist guy, played by what's Yafit Koto, who okay. his, why do you memorize that name? Yeah, he actually uh, auditioned for Creighton Duke. No shit. And Jason goes to hell, but 
New Line said no because they didn't want to cross the streams yet. That would have oh. been a little confusing for when Freddy versus Jason does happen. Yeah. So, but he first you've seen the first Alien, right? It's been a while. I'm not too familiar with uh, that. You remember the dinner scene? The well, he's only he's the only black guy in it. One. But in the, all right, <laughs> but continue. you remember the one that he's trying to put something in the guy's mouth when the chest pressure comes out? Uh huh. That's Yafit Kodo. Okay, he's him and uh, I forget his other name. He just passed away recently. Doesn't matter. No. Well, I gotta say, I think he's one of the best parts in this movie. Oh yeah, Yafit Kodo is—he's a good actor. I really enjoy Yafit Kodo and stuff. Yeah, he's not Creighton Duke, but <laughs> at least he's not a cowboy. They should have had Creighton Duke as the the therapist guy. Freddie wants to be reborn. Yeah. <laughs> 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 through oh, a cougar, he was born. Through a cougar, shall he be reborn? <laughs> <laughs> well, Amanda mentions his sick new dream demon poster. In the un- in the unedited version, he actually gives her a 3D glasses. Oh, really? I'm sure that was probably edited out because wait, I did see the scene of that. Yeah, yeah it's on YouTube. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, and they, they talk about the 3D glasses for a bit. Yeah. That's sure right. That was, There's a 3D sequence in this. Yeah, that, that was probably edited out because that would have confused people for when they were supposed to put their glasses on because the entire movie's not in 3D, just well, the final sequence. Well, in the uh, theatrical release that I'm assuming that we both watched, when she yes. leaves a room, you can see him holding the glasses. Oh, and, really? Yep. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. So the new kid is brought into the clinic, John Doe. He was just wandering around. Maggie's like, where are you from? He says, I don't know. He's like, talking normally. And then all of a sudden, what's your name? I don't know. Yeah. I'm just like, dude. Oh, how about when he was like, you got any like caffeine pills or like a Coke? Not the drug. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck this movie. (laughs) So Maggie finds the newspaper clipping that John had. She's like, the water tower. It's like, yep, that's a water tower. <laughs> so she falls asleep and dreams of being a little girl again. Yes. Yeah. This movie. What? It's confusing. Yeah, it is. So I watched, I watched an interview with the little girl. She was like, uh, she oh. started crying when Robert England first started strangling the mother. For real. That's her for real. Oh, crying. really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so John Doe wakes up and, you know, in dreamland and he follows the little girl upstairs and Sees himself in a white room in a straight jacket. What does he say? What does he say? He's like, I'm your memory. Free me, you idiot. I'm your fucking memory. Right on the nose. Yeah, exactly. Now, this was a little bit more extended stuff because there's a part where he starts going around the corners. He sees him like being... Sorry, I just made an eBay sell. (laughs) (laughs) My bad. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. All right. Sick. Sick. (laughs) so he sees himself being hanged Uh he sees himself in an electric chair and then he sees Freddy Krueger in the corner going this is your wake up call oh yeah I did see that god damn it like the other stuff was kind of cool I was like oh this is a little creepy they probably should have kept this and I saw the Freddy Krueger thing I was like oh you ruined it yeah well Maggie and the therapist she's like uh why can't anyone talk about anything but dreams around here? I'm sick of this bullshit. She brought it up. Me too, sister. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so she takes Homeboy in the shit wagon to Springwood because she thinks maybe it'll jostle his memory or something. Yeah. Hey, did you see the slogan on the Springwood sign? No, what did it say? A nice place to live. Hey, that sounds familiar. <laughs> Do you know what it says on Snow Hills sign? 
a nice place to live. Do you think we could get Home of the Spook House podcast put on the sign? Oh, I'm going back soon. I'm, so changing, that that Wiki- point. I'm changing that Wikipedia page. <laughs> Nobody will notice it. So, but all the gang are in the back. Wouldn't you know it? They're trying to sneak out and get to California. That's right. Because that's what uh, vagabond children did in the 90s. They just go to California. Going on out to California, eh? Heard you got some internet out here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they pull up to the county fair. Jason, somebody thought what you're about to see was a good idea. They were like, let's roll with it. Yep. Let's build the set, costumes, get some extras, let's pay them. Mm -hmm. We're committing to this idea. This was it. Yep. God, just think about that. And everything feels like a total backlot shot, too. It does. This movie <laughs> looks it looks so fucking cheap. It's lit so shittily. Yeah. Everything is just I don't know. It looks like a like some mid-tier 91 grunge band. And it's because Buchler worked on the effects for this movie. I was like, he does good stuff most of the time, but it was just like yeah, some of the effects look a little. Well, Freddy's makeup was like shit in this movie. Oh yeah, let's talk about like that. It looks quick. like he's wearing a mask. Yeah, like it really does. Like it's just like that, a mask that he just kind of like took an air back onto. It's like here, put this on, and I'll put yeah. it on your mouth, and we we'll suck it up, and it'll come on there. Yeah, and it doesn't really help that like he's just lit so brightly all the time. Yeah, like the shot of him playing video games. First of all, oh, we'll get why is he playing bit. video we'll games? To, we'll get to that in a little bit. So Jesus Christ. Yeah. But yeah, he is like way in the light. He's not in any shadows, except for the Carlos thing. Yeah. Yeah, you want a shot of Michael Myers playing Connect Four or something? <laughs> Jesus, fuck. It's tic-tac-toe. Yeah. Skipping rope with Jason. Could you imagine like playing chess in the park? You know, they're at time chess. They put yeah. It, they it. <laughs> well, hey, Roseanne shows up. Totally doesn't date the movie. <laughs> Remember when she was like the like hottest thing in comedy in the nineties? Yeah, I didn't. I never got it. I just a- apparently uh, Rachel Tyler said they were like every time they weren't shooting, they were just offset, just pawing at each other constantly. Pawing or just like dry humping each other and like all over each other the entire what, time. Her and Tom Arnold. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. That's it, gross. Picture that. I don't want to. Yeah. So they go to the school and. Maggie and John, they go into the school, and the kids, they start driving around in circles. This scene, like when uh, Breckenmeyer sparks a doobie, but the kids don't play that. Like, hey, man, that's not cool. <laughs> God, they really, it's like somebody just saw Reefer Madness back when it came out, and they're like, yeah. this is what drugs are. So anyways, they keep driving around in circles. Also, this how is are they so going to get back? Also, if they just gave the keys to the kids to drive back, mm-hmm. obviously they're, they're shelter kids who are trying to run away. How are they not going to go, like, okay, fuck you, we'll just drive this shelter to California? Because this plot's fucking stupid. Exactly. Jason. And then how are they supposed to get back to wherever they're from? See, previous answer. <laughs> so they keep driving in circles. This is so dumb. Yeah. And Carlos has a nap, takes out the wacky map, and <laughs> says, you're fucked. TV edit says, you're screwed. Really? Yeah. And then even, <laughs> there's even edit over. He goes, what does the map say? And the movie says, oh, the map says we're fucked. Uh-huh. And the TV edit goes, oh, the map says we're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> does it show the word written out it on says, the map? Oh, it just says, you're screwed. Like, on the map? On the map, it says, you're uh, In the, the theatrical edit, it just says, you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. In the television edit, it just says, I guess maybe they filmed this as well. It says, you're screwed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Blue jacket, green jacket, who gives a hoot? <laughs> <laughs> that is my favorite. 
Well, dipshit and Amanda, they go into the school. They find a teacher talking to himself. And What's he teaching? Welcome to Freddy 101. Again, somebody wrote this and was like, yeah, let's roll with this. This will work. In 1966, they took his kid to a town orphanage. Ugh. I'm not even like getting to like the the convoluted timelines. Yeah. And it's revealed that Freddy had a kid. Because that's what this movie needs. Yep. Well, the kids are still driving around in circles. There's no way out. That's how I felt when I noticed there was still an hour to go in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's died yet. Yeah. No, hey, nobody dies in this movie, really. There's like two people that die in this movie. I think there's three deaths. And they're all male deaths. You have uh, Breckenmeyer, yeah. Carlos, and... Freddy? Do you count Freddy well, as a death? Sure, Freddy. Oh, John Doe. Yeah. So, three dudes. So, the kids start walking away from the van down Elm Street, and they walk into a house. But when you know it, it's the Elm Street house. Oh, they blow up that miniature real well. Should have called Schrode Realty. <laughs> so... Because you knew. You knew we couldn't sell this house. Is that a Halloween 6 reference? That is a Halloween 6 reference. I didn't bring it up. You did. Yeah. Hey, side note. That was also another great callback because John Strode's brother was Laurie's dad, who was a realtor. And she's like, your brother couldn't sell this house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was looking at you. I was waiting for your head to explode like Freddy at the end of this movie. You're like, cool. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Oh, I got it. I got oh, it. Okay. Well, Carlos finds a bed to sleep in and cue Carlos' dream sequence. Which is not saying much, but it is the best dream sequence in the movie. I can, yeah, I'll, I'll co sign on that statement. Yeah. It's not bad. Carlos sees his mama, but that ain't his mama. Oh, that ain't his mama. <laughs> That's Freddy Krueger. Oh, damn. This scene does make me wince. Yeah, like, Any... this, this, like I said, this is <laughs> the, the cringe. Is, it's it's actually a legitimately good if it wasn't quite so cartoony. Yeah. But it is overall a legitimately good dream sequence in the series. Yeah. Now everything else about it, it kind of goes it goes wonky. Yeah. Like it goes way off the rails. Anything involving like somebody getting something jammed in their ears, I'm like, huh. And like she pulls it out and it's such a long Q tip too. Wouldn't that kill him though? I, you know, it goes all the way through his head. This movie doesn't really play by its own rules that this franchise has set up by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, that's true. Well, Freddy pulls a reservoir dogs, cuts off Carlos's ear. Oh! You're like, oh, I didn't think of that. And I talked about Michael Madsen briefly because he was in Croc. Hey, reservoir dogs would come out less than a month later on October 8th, 92. They ripped it Wait, off. He stole 90, it. Um, I'm sorry, a year and a month later. Oh. Okay. But still. Hey, he stole it from this movie. God, that movie's so much better than this. It's so much better than most movies, actually. So. It's a fair statement. Yeah. Gotta rewatch that one. Yeah. Oh, uh, Robert England said this was his favorite Freddy kill, by the way. The Carlos death scene. Huh. I disagree with that statement. Oh, yeah, it's wholeheartedly. My it's my favorite death in this movie. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah, Freddy's like, let me drag this gimmick out a bit longer and so, grabs a chalkboard and mm -hmm. starts scratching it. And Well, there's a whole sequence of events that happens. So he, so he throws him into the boiler room. Oh, of course. And, of and course, he... you can't hear anything, and he's running behind Carlos like a madman. Yeah, that part's kind of funny, though. He breaks the fourth wall. He looks at the camera and puts his, his, his glow up, says, shh. Yeah. He's like, shh, I'm going to pick on this. Kid with a handicap, mm -hmm. <laughs> real quick. So he and he gives him back his hearing aid because he's a nice guy. 
He's yeah. a forgiving dream god. Yes, but everything Carlos hears is like super volume, so the sound of water, like a drop of water, sounds like a drum. Yes. So Freddy drops a needle that sounds like a missile. Mm-hmm. Carlos catches it, but then he throws a handful of needles. And yeah, I guess there's something to be said for the sound design here. It yeah, I do, like, I do like that. Yeah. And it's not, it's dark too, which is also a plus. Yeah, less cartoony. And even Rachel Talley was a little apologetic about how humorous this movie was, being that it was the final one in the series. Yeah. Well, Freddy grabs the chalkboard and starts scratching it, and we get a head explosion. Which is always nice. That's right. You know what other movie had a good head explosion? What movie would that be, Phil? Halloween 6, Jason. Ooh. Also made by John Carl Buechler. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Nice. So he got his uh, head explosion practice in on this movie. Yeah. Clearly nailed it by the time he made <laughs> Halloween 6. <laughs> For the reshoots, too. Well, cut back to Breckenmeyer. Uh, what, get one of the best things. Nice hearing from you, Carlos. Yeah. <laughs> Let's cap off this semi-decent scene with a stupid fucking one-liner. Nice hearing from you, Carlos. <laughs> Cut back to Breckenmeyer, and he's like, so stoned, dude. He's watching a broken TV. Spencer, you fucking stoner. <laughs> well, Maggie and John walk into a random house, and this is where they see that lady. She's singing Skip to Malu. And she's talking to imaginary children. And then she says, I recognize you, and you, and you, and you. Yeah, and, and uh, John finds a a children's drawing, and it says K. Kruger. So he puts two and two together, and he thinks that he is the Kruger child. That's right. She's like, it could mean anything from Kevin to Kyle. Yes. Hope his middle name doesn't start with a K also. That would be awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Tracy pulls up in the shit wagon. She's like, we got to call. We got to find uh, Carlos and Spencer. Spencer's watching TV, and this is where we get our Johnny Depp cameo. Oh, yeah. Because that needs to be in here. I can't believe he signed on for this. Well, because I tried he, to find. Well, he had worked with Rachel Talalay on Crybaby. Oh, yeah. Okay. So he kind of did this as a favor. She, I can see that. And, you know, of course, he was in the original, so. Yeah. Yeah, I could see him being like, all right, fuck it. I'll do a quick cameo. You know, Wes Craven was actually going to write Johnny Depp into the New Nightmare, but he was afraid to come to, to Johnny Depp to see if he'd be in it. Oh, wow. And like, he, he talked to him later after that. Johnny's like, I totally would have done that. Oh, <laughs> what could have been? Exactly. That would have been awesome. That would have been really cool. Well, it probably would have just been for like the funeral scene. Yeah, it probably wouldn't have been like a major character, but it would have been. Hey, you, you know what's a weird fact? New Nightmare came out just a mere two years later after this. Not yeah. feel right. Yeah, that sounds... We came out, I thought it was like a year before. It was 93. Oh, okay, yeah. Wait, 94. That sounds right. Yeah. Could be wrong. Still. That sounds... Yeah. Still. Yeah. Hey, you know what's even crazier? There were... This is the sixth Nightmare on Elm Street movie in less than seven years. Because the first one came out in 84. Yeah. This was 91. So that's like... Man, they were really churning those out. I mean, that's what they did. I mean, look at Friday the 13th, right? Like every yeah. year. I think you know. 1990 and 86 were the only years without a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. That will make sense, yeah. Wow. Hey, did you want to see Iron Butterfly meets Nightmare on Elm Street? Well, you get it because you get a little psychedelic 
dream sequence. So Spencer is smoking weed and he's just staring at the television. Yes, clearly whoever wrote this movie has never done drugs. And he's like, this, this, this is so good, this TV show. And it's just a crack it's television. Like, what's he smoking, PCP and right? fucking acid? or Okay. Weed yeah. doesn't work that way. Yeah, so... Yeah, you just get really quiet and almost have a mini panic attack. <laughs> <laughs> Freddy, okay, here we go. Freddy playing the video game. Lowest point in the series. In the series? In the entire series. Yeah, you gotta be right about that. That's, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely the worst dream sequence. It's Super Spencer! Uh, and they're even... Fuck off. <laughs> on the work print, they're literally playing Super Mario music. Oh, God. <laughs> Great graphics. No, they're actually not great at all. Yeah, fuck this movie so hard. Freddy starts stomping on Spence's stomach. And he's like sinking his stomach in a little bit. Yeah, and the other kids are like, why can't we can't wake him up? He's too wasted. Again, just smoked weed. No, <laughs> that's not how any of this works. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sure he didn't take like a large dose of heroin. It didn't like it would make more sense. He's like, all right, I want to GHB myself real quick. <laughs> then that would have made sense. Well, John gets Tracy to hit him with a pipe, not a crack pipe, <laughs> <laughs> a pipe pipe. Well, you know there's a crack pipe in that house somewhere. These kids love their drugs. Yeah, they do. There's a lot of drug talk in this movie. Yeah, this really, has yeah. a lot of like heavy Reagan. Don't just say no influence to it. Oh, this was this was Bush Senior era oh yeah you're right yeah. well still it was like ripe time for that just say no and there's other... actually a dare when he asked for the coca-cola there's a dare sticker in the, on the oh, window wow <laughs> well tracy enters the dream too and they run into the room where freddie's playing the video game and they kick the controller out of his it's hand like they don't they just like walk up to him he doesn't even recognize him yeah. or doesn't see him you forgot the power glove. And he locks out and then he just starts. Yeah, they didn't ask Nintendo permission at all no. <laughs> to do that, by the way. I'm surprised they didn't get sued. Yeah. Or maybe they did. I no, they know. didn't. Uh, Rachel Tyler said they, they didn't get sued for it. Somebody should have sued him for making this movie. Somebody should have sued him for making that power glove, too. That was a piece of shit. Tracy and Freddy fight and Tracy wakes up. She's like, John is still in there. They load up. John, while he's still asleep, <clears throat> Spencer is uh-huh. doing all the stuff outside, like he's a, inside a video oh, game. Oh God, I forgot about. And then there are all, all these cartoon yeah. things, and he's like he's smashing walls and yeah, going up into the ceilings. And then he finally, thank God, finally falls down the stairs into a hell pit. I don't know yeah. what it is. And then his soul goes into Freddy Krueger. How'd you like those sound effects? Boing boing. Oh, they were god awful. Oh man. Yeah, this is. Definitely the lowest point in the franchise. Did you happen to see what, the, there's a deleted scene of what he said, his one-liner after he kills Spence. What's he say? Game over, game boy. Oh, God. <laughs> well, yeah. All right. It was a good idea of deleting that one. Cool. So they load up John in the shit wagon while he's still asleep, but in dreamland, John looks out the window to a bright, sunny day, and he steps out on the front porch, and the house launches into space. He wakes up again. He's like, I'm not getting out of bed this time. Nuh-uh. Yeah. And then the bed, the bed catches on fire. catches on fire. So John falls from the house, I think. And he he's... jumps out the window. Okay. And he's falling down with his parachute. And then Freddy Krueger is in the top of the parachute. That's right. And he starts cutting his chute. 
Um, I hate Freddy so much in this movie. <laughs> He's so annoying. John falls, and he falls on some spikes. I was like, he doesn't need spikes because and I he feel dies. Like, I feel like the falling from that height would kill him without the spikes. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. There's also another deleted scene of he, uh, after he rolls the spikes on the, the road. He like puts his finger on the spikes. He goes, ooh, sharp. Oh, God, really? <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny when he pushes the spikes onto the road and he kind of looks at the camera and he's like out of breath. Yeah, that's totally a Bugs Bunny move. Yeah. So anyways, he falls on the spikes and he dies. Dims the rules. Dims the rules. That's what happens, chest baby. breaks into it. Which I didn't like the way the chest looked. And the blood's pouring out of his chest with the holes in it like that. Yeah. I thought that was kind of like, meh. You forgot where you came from, kid. And nobody but ever knows. I know where you're going. Is the movie almost over? No, it's not. We so, got at least we got a good 35, 45 minutes left. All right, let's power <laughs> through this piece of shit. So Freddy jumps into Amanda's head. He teleports into her brain. It's traveling time. Oh, God. Yeah, and they drive off. So back at the kids' center now, nobody can remember John and Carlos for some reason. Except for Doc. You know why he can remember those kids? Because he's mastered his dreams. And he can control them. I'm sad that I know that. Yeah. <laughs> why not? So Maggie <laughs> Maggie drives to her mom's house, and Tracy is working on her kickboxing. Terrible form, by the way. <laughs> well, Amanda has been having dream visions. Wait, not Amanda. Maggie. Maggie. Okay. Has been having dream visions again. And we see Robert England without makeup. She goes into his office work thingy and sees all his gloves, all these like prototype gloves. Yeah, or just weird, you know, instead of having knives, they've got like other sorts of sharp objects on them. Yeah. Kind of interesting, but nothing too noteworthy, I guess. Yeah, well, now she's in a dress and... This was kind of weird. Dress and pigtails and she sees Freddy. She put a a hot dog through a donut too? No. (laughs) Easy, Creighton Duke. <laughs> How's that lemonade? Do you want a refill? Oh, oh yes. <laughs> Freddy's like, you're my blood. Blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Put it on. Feels good. Every town has an Elm Street. Like, I'll defend that line. That That's a pretty interesting line. The movie's overall shit, but that line is kind of good. I guess every town does have an Elm Street. I used to live on one back in Greenville. Hey, me too. Oh, look at that. I lived off Elm Street. Oh, yeah, you did. I remember that. Fifth and Elm? Ooh, I lived first and Elm. Hey, how about that? Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Greenville. So Always. There's... <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Tracy's having a nightmare, and she's having a good old sexual molestation nightmare. Yeah, this was kind of... All... It's... For a movie, the tone of this movie was so comedic. Yeah, throwing this in there like really felt jarring. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not exactly necessary. I kind of kind of got that. Which saying she doesn't like to be touched. Yeah, felt really kind of shoehorned in there. Yeah, her dad has been in something. I couldn't recognize him from anything. Wait a motherfucking second. Okay, I think. Wow, I can't believe this just came to me. He plays Polly Shore's manager in In the Army Now. He <laughs> fires Polly Shore from the electronic store he works at. I'm pretty sure that's the same guy. I don't know. Oh my gosh, maybe. No, it's been a long, long, long time since I've seen that. I'll movie. have to look this up and verify it. But <laughs> the other night I was like, where have I seen this guy? Anyways, 
I'd much rather be watching In the Army now, yeah, right now. But uh, he gets a good old-fashioned coffee pot to the face with lots the, of times. With the tea kettle, by God. By God. Got a foreign object. <laughs> that man's got a family. <laughs> that he wants to have sex that with. He wants to have. But it turns out to be Freddy. Also, the, the cool. makeup effects for the smash Looked face. Look like shit. Yeah. Looks like somebody took clay and just stomped on it with their feet. Yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah. But watch out, she can fight. Kung Fu this, bitch. <laughs> she wasn't even doing Kung Fu. Yeah. Well, she burns her wrist to wake up. I would burn my wrist to stop watching this piece of shit. Ooh, have that one loaded in the chamber. <laughs> I did. <laughs> That's what I thought. Loaded in the chamber. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> so, what? I was just playing. <laughs> Well, the doctor guy is face-to-face with Freddy, and he beats him with a bat. Dude, out of nowhere, he seems so fucking simple in this part. It was like, that's what the dream people told me. Freddy's like, sticks and stones may break my bones, but something, something. And then he does that awkward thing where he's like, first they tried burning me. And he cuts his finger off. Yeah. Then they tried burying me. Then they tried holy water. Well, he's got his middle finger up for holy water. Oh, man. He's like, but I just keep coming back. Yeah, again and again. And the funny thing is, like, all of those deaths are so much better than the deaths we got in this movie. That's true. <laughs> well, Doc grabs a piece of his shirt, and he wakes up. And he's still got the piece of shirt. Hey, we did this exact same thing in the first one. That's right. And then he has that exact same realization, like in the first one. Like, look. If I grabbed this and brought it back, we could do the same. Hey, we already know this. Yeah. So they come up with their plan to pull Freddy out of the dream. Hey, Jason, you got your 3D glasses on? I've got them in my pocket real quick. Okay. So she grabs her 3D glasses, and it's nap time, baby. So this is when the movie switches from normal to Stabovision. Oh, yeah. Hey. Yeah. I tried to watch this movie in 3D. How's it hold up? Not well, actually. Do you still have the DVD box set? I do still have the DVD box set with the two 3D glasses that come in it. They say Nightmare on Elm Street on the side. Yeah. And it doesn't hold up well. I used to have those. Yeah. That box set's like basically worthless these days, right? I don't think it's worth that much money, no. So yeah, there was always kind of a running joke between us. Like, we bought that box set when it was pretty expensive. Yeah. Back in like the early 2000s when it was like... 90 bucks oh, yeah. or something. Yeah, I remember I dropped No, I remember I got it on sale at Circuit City. Okay. Store doesn't even exist anymore. God, I miss Circuit City. And it was like a Halloween, so it was like 45 or 50 bucks when I bought it, uh-huh. which is like a good sale for it at the time. Yeah. And I remember like going through the, the, the encyclopedia that had all that cool <coughs> stuff at the time where we could find That's like right. alternate vision, alternate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alternate. This was like pre YouTube. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it was. I mean, for the time, it was really cool. Yeah, now, it was some it's shit like, back yeah. now it's just like, oh, well. I used to have the VHS set. I did, too. Because, you know, you line them all up, and it has that image of Freddy. With his arms his, out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I had both of them, actually. I did, too. So she is in the, the, the 3D dream world. Yeah, well, she goes inside his brain. And the posters. And also, that puppet work from that poster looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes. Yeah, yeah. You're it sounds right. like these. It looks like these worm dream worms are like on, going down the K hole, and they're just like barely moving a little <laughs> bit. 
Well, I guess visually there's some... Like when it's kind of moving around in his brain, that yeah, was kind of cool. There's some decent looking stuff. And I guess for 91, I can't be too harsh on it. Yeah, that's true. Hey, do you like how she destroys the electric box thingy by tossing a bracelet at it? Like, what are you, Wonder Woman over here? Yeah, what the fuck are you, Indiana Jones? <laughs> She's like, this'll do it. Well, we're inside Freddy's memories. Oh, yeah. You see him killing a mouse. In the classroom. With all the kids around. He should hang out with uh, young Michael Myers in Rob Zombie's Halloween. And then, of course, the kids come around and say, son of a hundred maniacs. That's right. I'm like, that doesn't really work that way. He's a son of one maniac. You know, genetics. It's not like <laughs> it's yeah. not like those 100 maniacs form some sort of super seed yeah. where they got all in there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, it's a catchy, it's a catchy little... Theme. Yeah. Well, Freddy, it, you see Freddy cutting himself, and Alice Cooper walks in. Time for your medicine, boy. Yeah, it starts whooping Freddy with the belt. Yeah. He okay. said he'd be in this movie only if he did not look like Alice Cooper. I'm like, I'm sorry, that. Alice, but you go anywhere. You're going to look like Alice Cooper. Hey, he also contributed a song to the Friday the 13th. Uh, Jason Lives, right? Uh, teenage Frankenstein. He wrote an original song. It was not. I thought that was the original song. For no, they used Teenage Frankenstein in the RV scene. Okay, yeah. But he also wrote. I want to say it's. He wrote like an original song. Oh, okay, like I didn't know that. Jason, something. I didn't remember that. Yeah, yeah. He also wrote a song called "Feed My Frankenstein." Oh, yeah, you're right. Which also wrote a song called Prince of Darkness for mm-hmm. John Carpenter's Prince of Darkness. Oh, look at him, making the movie rounds. That's right. Maggie, she's inside Freddy's memory, and she sees Freddy burning, and the floating demon thingies are like a, making a pact with Freddy. I want it all! You're a true American, Freddy. <laughs> she sees Freddy kill her mom. Um, Shouldn't this been in a different order? Shouldn't you seen him kill his mom and then get burned? Because everything else has been in sequence. <laughs> you're right. This is like, a, we're going to jump ahead a little bit, then we're going to jump back a little bit. Well, you're forgetting, Jason. This is a horrible movie. Oh, I see Those what you did. Things don't matter. Yeah. So, she grabs Freddy, and the others wake her up. Well, see, his head starts kind of exploding. He looks like Tit Head from Night Little Nicky. Oh, yeah. Like Kevin Nealon's born. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> I haven't seen that in a while. I haven't either. So, she grabs Freddy, and they wake her up. Then they load up on their weapons. He's not anywhere to be found. That's but th- right. But she... to make sure, audience, that still in 3D, she says, I'm still seeing things like I saw them in my dreams. Oh. Because the 3D sequence is still going on, <laughs> even though she's not in the dream anymore. Hey, stupid fucking audience. Don't take off those glasses. Ex- exactly. It's like, <laughs> P.S. <laughs> oh, God, I hate this movie. <laughs> she finds Robert England laying on the ground, crying like a little bitch. And he's... Robert England, not Freddy Krueger at this point. I'm saying he's not in makeup when she first comes across. What rules are they playing by? Is this the first time? No, because he's driving the bus in part two. He's he's in Robert. He's not wearing makeup. Really? Oh, okay. Part five when they're going back to the time where Amanda Krueger's stuck in the yeah. You also see him as a. You like this series a lot more than me. Yeah, that's fair to say. Yeah, I mean, I like certain ones, but yeah, I understand. I got you. I got you. Well, she knocks his glove right off. The glove you like how the glove flies at the TV? Oh yeah. 3D. 3D. All right. Freddie grabs her by the throat and as soon as she as soon as he does that, she tosses the bat away. 
Like, yeah. why would you do that? And he's back to being burnt, <clears throat> Freddy, also. Yeah, that's right. And he was walking on the ceiling. I'm like, what rules <laughs> work in this movie? Yeah, because this is reality. Yeah. Well, she gets the upper hand. Well, she, like, start beating with the bat or something? Yeah, or no. Somehow they're throwing her stuff. Uh-huh. Weapons, and he's she's throwing stuff like a corny, like uh, ninja stars and knives. Oh, that's and he, right. It's completely pinned to the wall. That's right. And she's like, "This is for Ray, <laughs> for Chin, for all of them, <laughs> all the Elm Street kids." <laughs> <laughs> she says something like that. She's like, "This is for Spitz." Oh yeah, she does say this is for Spitz <laughs> and for Carlos, but not for John Doe because he fucking sucks. For all of them. <laughs> Deckard, save us. <laughs> so they tussle on the floor, and she bites his nose. Gross. Um, <laughs> Little Freddy boogers. <laughs> oh, God. A shitty fight happens, and then she puts on the glove, and she stabs, stabs, him. stabs him right in the bread basket. <laughs> <laughs> and she says... Happy Father's Day. Is I it was, Father's Day? No, it's I have no it was never mentioned before. It was never established. This movie came out in September. Father's Day is not in September. <laughs> Why would she say happy I mean, Father's Day? That has driven me crazy so much for us in the history of time. Just say I'll see you in hell. Or, Don't or say go that. To Don't hell. say that. I'll see you in hell. Now die. Yeah. Well, then she sticks a pipe bomb in his chest. And, and she runs away, and this is when Freddy looks right at the camera and says, Kids. Does he shrug his shoulders? I feel like he was about sorta, to. Sort of, kind of, yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't like put his hands up like, Kids. It's a living. <laughs> Occupational hazards of being the dream lord. <laughs> I can't get no respect. <laughs> so he blows up. Thank God. Goodbye. And his head comes at the camera. Oh, that's right. And then the it starts coming heads. through his head. And then all the, the dream things, the angler fishes, they come out. <laughs> angler fishes, yeah. I'm like, oh, oh, no, we must find another evil person. Have they killed Jeffrey Dahmer yet? Well, your 3D ride is over. Because Thank she God. takes her glasses off. Yes. Is the movie over yet? Nope, not yet. She says, <laughs> Freddy's dead. Freeze frame. And credits roll like it's a TJIF sitcom. That's right. <laughs> we get a compilation of Freddy kills. Best part of the entire movie. I was about to say that. You were right. The only thing that sucks is that Iggy Pop song. And I love the Stooges. Raw Power is probably my favorite record. Okay. This song kind of sucks. Respectable. I totally forgot about this song. Yeah. Because once it started rolling credits, I was like, oh my God. It's you. just Iggy Pop going, Freddy's. Dead. It actually really? won the Golden Raspberry for worst song. I gotta re-listen to this now. It's not that great. It's no Goo Goo Dolls, I'll tell you that. Oh, damn Skippy. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jason, that's the movie. That is Freddy's Dead. God, I, I can positively say I will never, ever watch this piece of shit again. The last time I watched this movie it was when I was living with uh, my, fun, my friend Josh. And he had never seen, I think he'd seen like some of them, but he didn't know which ones he had seen. So he powered through all of them in like two days. Yeah. And that was, and I remember after I watched that, I was like, oh, you know, I know New Nightmare's really good, but I really need a, a Craig Kruger break at this point. Yeah. Hey, did you catch at the end of the compilation thing? 
There's actually a picture of Freddy, and it says R.I.P. You know, for like a, a I did, uh, I missed that, but they <laughs> threw a funeral for him as like a PR stunt. I s- heard about this. Did you? Is there I footage, saw some footage of, that? of it? Yeah, like, there's a video of Rachel, and she was Rachel Talley. I was talking about. So we all had to go there, and there were people from other movies, from yeah. the other movies. They had to look mournful in front of a coffin. Sounds cringy. Yeah, they're all wearing black. It's pretty fun. Okay, so I got a question for you. Yes. Out of the last five movies we've covered, is this the worst? Uh, I'm still going to go with Jason Goes to Hell for my own personal preference. I know where yours lie. Well, yeah, I would say this one's... I hate this fucking movie. Again, and now Troll 2, again, lives in its own space because that's yeah. just a poorly made movie. Yeah. Now, this is a Hollywood movie that should not that has, does not have an excuse like Troll 2 does. I mean, it does a lot of things adequately. It does so much wrong, though. Yeah. And again, they gave us mythology that's not needed, which is what ruins all the big three franchises. It's what kind of ruins... The acting, while not good, it's not... Nobody's bad in this movie, acting-wise. There's a couple lines that Maggie says. It's kind of got that resurrection stink on it. It, You know, yeah, very much It's like nothing is over-the-top offensively bad. No. But it's so not good... It just goes, brings down another couple rungs of just like, this is just... Yeah, it finds that new layer of bad. It's like, you can't quite put your finger on it bad, which is the worst kind of bad. Because it doesn't live in that it's so bad it's good realm. It just lives in the, it's it's just bad. It's just annoying. It's stupid. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's... Freddy into a joke. Oh, he is absolutely at this point. But he was already trying towards like four and five. Yeah. I mean... Four, he's still kind of... A little bit. He's very much MTV Freddy at that yeah. point. Five, he's bad. You know, you get that awful, it's a boy. Yeah. And then this one is just like, holy shit, dude. <laughs> you bring it back a little bit there, Robbie E. I need you to not be. <laughs> well, in New Nightmare, he's much darker. Thank goodness. He's got his leather pants on. He is his ready. slicker. He, yeah, the slicker, <laughs> and he's ready to get sassy and oh, slashy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that phone call. One, two, hangs up. Freddy's coming for you. <laughs> yeah, Wes Craven loves some good uh, phone call action. Uh, it's very much a prelude to the Scream series. That's very right. Very meta. Yeah. Very phone call-y. <laughs> phone call-y. <laughs> Not Fern Gully. No. Phone call That's a different kind of uh, scary about our environment, and we need to watch that movie. And That's right. <laughs> well, Jason, what do you give this on a 10-point scale? Four and a half. I give it a two. Oh, wow. Yep. I hate this fucking Wow, Wowzers. I was expecting it to be lower than... I was expecting it to be higher than you are. I'll but... give it two and a half. Okay. <laughs> now, if they would have kept the Game Over Game Boy line, do you think it would have been lower oh, or higher? Oh, man. Yeah. I'm gonna stick with a two and a half. Okay, that feels right. That is your that is your right. Yeah, you have freedom of speech in this great it's country. What the Beastie ours. Boys fought for. <laughs> so we're gonna return next week with a. Uh, we'll be back with our boy Freddie, and he's gonna have his friend Jason with him. Oh yeah, it's gonna I'm, be a good. I think it'll probably be a, a better watch. Yeah, I'm looking forward one. to that one. Now, granted, it's not a great movie, but it's probably more entertaining than this one was. Oh, for sure. Definitely more, for me anyway, it's more entertaining than Jason Goes to Hell as well. Yeah, I'm looking forward to breaking that one down. Oof. <laughs> well, Jason, anything else you want to add? No, I think, I think I've pretty much said it all. All right, same here, bud. I left it all out on the floor. 
That's right. Slam dancing away. <laughs> There's no need hanging around Springwood any longer. No. We're going to skedaddle on out of here. Wait, doesn't Freddy versus Jason take place in Springwood? Somehow they're connected, so. even though one's in, because they go to Crystal Lake. Yeah. But they're in Springwood somehow, because they got to rewind. But the, it's so obvious. Wasn't it um, Bob Shea? He was mainly in charge of that movie. It's I, it's so obvious. I, don't know. They, I thought Cunningham was because it turns into a Jason movie. They kind of cater way more to Freddie in that. Like whoever made it was like you could tell they're like yeah, but you know let's bring it back to Freddie. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It's been a long time since I've seen yeah, it. Yeah, we got there's a lot of stuff to dig through with that movie. All those scra- how long development hell it was. In. I'm not even gonna touch that. There that would take <laughs> literally an entire podcast episode to yeah. like all the script treatments it got and all the legality shit. Yeah. So if you want to research that and drop a brief summary, I will. Okay. Yeah. I'll leave that to you. Okay. I'm not even gonna touch that pile of shit. There's <laughs> too much to sift through there. Yeah. Well, we're gonna get into all that next week. So we're gonna get on out of here. Thank you for enduring what the fuck month with us so far. We Absolutely. promise it will get better. So we can pretty much sort of already announce what we're going to do next. Vampire yeah. month. We're going to do vampire month next. The good movies. Yeah, we're going to do we're good. We're talking Fright Night, Lost Boys. Fright Night remake probably. Yeah, why not? Yeah. It's not a bad movie. No, it's not. And what else? There's a couple of movies we we kicked around, like let the right yeah. one in, or yeah, we'll we'll just we'll figure it out. Vampires lost some Muertos with Bon John Bon Jovi. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We will. All right. Well, until next week. I'm Phil. I'm Jason. And this has been the Spook House Podcast.